Hey, it's the Scotty Mac and Cheese podcast. Exciting time today because we have a special guest kind of on the uh, heels. Uh, it hadn't been that long that the NFL draft has been, you know, taken place. And one of our Tiger stars from back in the day, Craig Steltz is here with us. Also went on to Chicago. Hey, Craig, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Scotty Mac? How are yeah, y'all? I'm doing great. Enjoying this weather. I tell you, yeah. it's really, really <laughs> nice. I want to keep this around for a while. Yeah. Hey, um, you know what? I have a sponsor. Did you know that? On the Scotty awesome. Mac and Yeah, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> but, I like it. I yeah, like it. Marken Properties, five-star luxury properties, perfect solution this summer. When the quarantine is over, you can get out and truly escape. Right there on Lake Lanier, north of Atlanta, uh, there's Margarita Villa, private luxury retreat right on the lake, or Moose Manor. This is kind of like a Craig Stelts kind of place. Five big bedrooms, nine beds. Uh, there's four bath and two and a half baths. Large family getaways. This is perfect for that. Or you like Fort Lauderdale? You like Fort? I, I, with this type of weather, I feel like we're in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> That's true, but it's not like this all the time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Fort Lauderdale's got Villa Blanca. It's right on Middle River, and the, in case you don't know where that is, that's not very far from where all those famous people stay. So what you need to do if you want to check this out, great after the quarantine, markkenproperties.com, M-A-R-K-E-N properties.com. There you go. Craig, how you holding up these days? It's uh, been a while since we chatted. Yeah, doing good, doing good. Just trying to navigate these crazy times, kind of just like everybody is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just trying to make the most out of it and stay positive. So we'll... uh We'll kind of continue what we're doing and then see how everything kind of keeps going, uh, you know, into the next month. What have you been doing uh, to occupy your time? You're still working, right? Still working. Uh, kind of do a little fishing. We've got the opportunity to, but uh, mainly just working and, uh, and take care of the kids, trying to keep them occupied and, and, uh, and busy while they're out of school. Yeah. Um, now you know, Really the rest of the, the rest of the year. Yeah. So you've got two girls. And they're, <laughs> yeah, they're keeping you busy. They are. They are. They, uh, with them not having school, you realize how lucky uh, you are when you can send them off to school and, and keep them busy there. But they've been good. It's been fun having a little family time and kind of uh, having a, an elongated, I guess, summer, um, you know, a little extra time this year with them. So it's been fun. That's it's cool. Fun. Now, you mentioned fishing. You ever do any hunting at all? I, you know, I do here and there. Um, not a tremendous amount, but I, uh, we do a little duck hunting when we have some time. But, uh, you know, it's as the summer comes and, and the weather warms up, it's always good to get out on the water and do a little fishing. Yeah, well, I, I get that. Of course, I had a vision since you have two girls, you know, when they start dating, you know, you've got the you've got the hunting gun. You got the uh, you can you can clean the shotgun. Right. And when that <laughs> when that young man comes in, oh, of course, you have the benefit. Like when you played uh, for Chicago, some of those vicious hits you hit on, on special teams, you could just play one of those, pick a team, you know, just and said, OK, let's check this out in slow mo. Watch me lay the lumber on this guy. I say, this as long as they don't challenge me, because I don't know if I'll be in the shape that I used to be in. So oh, hopefully, they, uh, hopefully they don't call my boss. Oh, you're going to be fine, man. <laughs> okay. So uh, were you watching the draft, or did you see it in uh, segments? I did. I caught uh, caught some good time of it. I like how they kind of spread it out to where they had the first round and the second, third, and kind of uh, – you know, to where it's not just a full day of it, but it was good. It was awesome watching the LSU guys, you know, continue 
really just continue a great season, almost kind of all the way through the national championship into the draft, just continuing to set records. Oh, and they did. Uh, just kind of have, have an unprecedented year, you know, all the way through the draft and, and have the amount of guys get drafted. So it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. I saw uh, on your Facebook post, there's a nice poster you had about the LSU players, 14 of them. It's impressive. It's impressive. I almost had one from every position, you know, even the deep snapper. And so it's a, uh, it's cool. And I, you know, I heard coach O say it's, it's, there's a LSU brand, you know, almost across the nation now, you know, in the NFL and with the amount of guys that are playing in the NFL, I don't know what the number is now, but I mean, it's getting up there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know a year or two ago, it was almost, there was enough guys to almost put a full NFL team together. You know, there's that many LSU guys playing in the NFL and, you know, it's impressive how the, the the program continues to build upon year after year after year. And so hopefully they have another year, you know, this year coming up and, uh, you know, are, are able to defend their title. The uh, interesting thing is, as I was looking at some of the numbers, now, did they have a Rummel player? Did I see that? Because you played at Rummel. They did. They had uh, Kristen Fulton, the cornerback. That's right. Um, yeah. You know, got drafted in the uh, in the second round. I think it was like pick 61. So yeah. it's it pretty cool. I think he's the... Uh, you know, I want to say there was a guy, um, Norman Hodges. I, I don't recall if he was drafted or not. I think he was. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. He was actually number 34 before Walter Payton was 34 in Chicago. Ah, and, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he was, and then I got drafted. And then the year after me, Troy Kropog got drafted, I think, by the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an offensive lineman from Tulane, and then so now this is, uh, I think, the you know the third or fourth guy that's uh, been drafted from Rumble, and uh, looking forward to hopefully Jamar Chase next year, and and uh, and you know keep the uh, the Rumble program growing as well. Yeah, you're not very proud of your high school, I can tell. <laughs> you hey, love you love those Raiders, man. You really do. Just uh, by the numbers, with 14 LSU players, you know that's the all-time record. Well, it was tied. With yes. uh, Ohio State. Ohio State. It's the biggest. Well, that was back in 2004. So this is by far the biggest record of the decade. And by the way, Alabama had nine, not 14. I just had to throw that in there. Not that there's any, <laughs> not that there's any Bama hate going on. Uh, that's, you know, kind of the way LSU fans roll. You have a lot of respect for Alabama because you, you played for Nick Saban one year. Is that right? Played one year, and uh, you know, just respectful program. The, the consistency that they've had over the last decade, you know, since uh, you know he's been there over that, but just the, the way they continue to, to to rebuild, you know, and reload, almost almost reload, not rebuild. So, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, as LSU can continue to do that same thing, um, you know, I'm looking forward to the guys. You know, a lot of guys left, a lot of you know, not all just seniors, some underclassmen. So, there's some big shoes and big positions to fill this year. And, uh, you know, looking forward to, to Coach O and his staff getting those guys ready, you know, to kind of right. create that dynasty mentality where it's not just a one-year thing. It's not – we don't just put, you know, win a national championship and get 14 guys drafted and, and then all – you know, to keep it rolling and to keep it going. So, um, programs, you know, in some great hands and then the foundation is set. And so definitely looking forward to these guys continuing to grow. Yeah, that Tiger Nation strength is showing itself. I want to pick up on a little bit about what you said with Coach O. And it's almost like a Captain Obvious question. Uh, you know, you were a recruit from Rommel. What do you think Coach O is going to tell these young men when he com- comes through the front door? I mean, the thing about <laughs> the thing about Coach O, and everybody knew this, he was a great recruiter before there were any hints of a national championship. What do you think this does now? 
Well, I, I think he almost doesn't even have to say anything. You know, I, I think number one is, and you hear it all the time, is, you know, being able to close the borders of Louisiana, being able to keep the guys that play from that are that play high school ball in Louisiana to continue to go into LSU. You know, and I think, um, you know, the way LSU has continued to perform over the last few years and this past year, and um, you know, to tell the guys, you know, stay in your home state, have an opportunity to come and play in front of your family and friends. You know, I think that that speaks for itself almost when he walks in the door, you know, and then just, hey, the ability to, to now to walk in and to say, hey, we've had another first rounder. Um, we've put 14 guys wow. in an opportunity to be drafted. I think right. that's a huge selling point, a huge um, you know, advantage when you can say, Hey, you know, we're, we're preparing our guys, not just to play college ball, but to go into the next level. And, uh, you know, yeah. so it's exciting. I, I think he's, uh, he's got some aces in his pocket for sure. That That's an amazing point you, you brought up because I never really thought about it. Say you're a quarterback and, uh, he just brings up the fact, by the way, we just got a, a five-star recruit wide receiver out of wherever that's got to get a quarterback excited because if he's got a stud to throw to, Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to it, having the uh, the recruiting aspect of it continue to grow. You know, mm-hmm. I know as how in uh, you know involved and you know aggressive the the now the high school recruiting is now with social media and you know almost a year round recruiting you have to do with these these high school guys now. You know, any anybody that that LSU wants, I, you know, especially in the state of Louisiana, I, I hope we could get them, and I hope that they look at LSU as man. That's where I want to go. I want to get my education there, and then ultimately. It's your home state. You know, why would you not want to win a national championship in your home state? And Joe Burrow proved it wasn't really his home state. He was adopted here and he loves this yeah, place. He, he absolutely. And, uh, he, he, you know, heard some, some great things about just how he feels about Baton Rouge and Louisiana and just how, you know, with the, the borough with the EAUX on it, just, yeah. uh, and how much the fans love him and, and appreciate what he's done this past year. Yeah, any time that uh, the Saints and I'm not—I didn't even check the Saints' schedule to see if they're playing Cincinnati. Uh, but I would imagine if that were to ever take place in the Superdome, I don't think he'd get any booze at all. No, absolutely not. There would be <laughs> there would be some noise going up for him. Hey, I want to take you back to uh, well, once you graduated from LSU, and uh, I want to get back to the draft a little bit, maybe to give us some idea of what it's like, because you were able to get that thirty-seven point five million dollar contract with the Bears. <laughs> uh, you know, but no, I'm serious. Just give us an idea of what that is like when you're waiting, and and then it finally happens because you have a a really good perspective on that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a long process, you know, from the end of the season to, to go into the combine and, um, you know, to going to just visits with different teams and medical visits and, and different, uh, you know, pro days. Um, it's a long process. So you get to learn a lot about a lot of teams and just talk to a, a lot of GMs and coaches and just personnel and staff of the teams. Um, and then, you know, you kind of get an idea. I, I don't, you know, a lot of teams maybe don't show their hand, um, you know, and who they're looking to draft because they, they kind of don't want uh, other teams knowing that. But I mean, you kind of get an idea of, by talking with them and who's interested and who's not, you know, who's looking for a safety or who's kind of, you know, where they potentially might draft a, a guy of your caliber. So, um, you know, when draft day comes, you got an idea, maybe of a handful, hand, handful of teams, um, but you really never know. You know, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because some teams might take, hey, they might take the, the best player on the board, you know, even though they might not need that position, they just fear, hey, why not take the best player? And then other other teams are looking to draft a position. So it's mm-hmm. uh, you kind of never know, and it, it's an exciting time. And uh, 
you know, watching these guys and, and when you see your name come across the, the bottom of the screen and you hear from the coach and just, uh, you know, definitely brings back some, even though it was 12 or 13 years ago, it brings back some great memories. Yeah. Were you nervous at all? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you're much nervous, just kind of anxious, you know, just kind of, you don't know, um, you know, when your name's going to be called, when that team maybe might trade up for you or, you know, there's so many different factors that, uh, they kind of go through that process that you just kind of, it's, it's, you're just hoping and waiting, you know, and mm-hmm. just are, right. are very lucky and blessed when, when that happens and, and appreciative of it and uh, that you have an opportunity to go on to the next level. Now, uh, you saw this, well, a lot of the NFL draft, kind of a TV experiment. Uh, what did you think of it? I mean, you, you kind of alluded to the way that it was set up. Yeah, I think they did a great job with it. I mean, with all of the, 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 the craziness that's going on, you know, with, in the world today, I think they did a great job of kind of linking it all together, trying to get the, the families involved and the fans involved. Right. And, and I mean, I can only imagine, I mean, I know how important the, the war room is, the draft room where you have 30 people, you have scouts from all over, right. um, mm-hmm. you know, the country that are all meeting in one room and, you know, but now you had to pick the phone up and call that area scout. Let's say there was a guy on the West coast that you were looking to draft. Well, I mean, you have to pick the phone and call that, that scout to kind of maybe get the last input on it mm-hmm. where normally he would have been in the draft room with you. Um, you know, all the scouts around the whole country. Um, so that was, it, it was definitely an on, I think it was probably a very challenging draft for the GMs and coaches and, and scouting personnel, these teams, but, it, um, you know, it looked like, you know, kind of went off without a hitch and, and, um, you know, who knows what happened behind closed doors with all the coaches, but I yeah, think, uh, right. look like they handled it tremendously. Yeah. Some of the coaches looked uh, happy and relaxed and kids are running around. Others were, <laughs> yes. they, they kind of looked like, uh, this is, uh, this is bothering me, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. and I uh, may be paraphrasing his thoughts, but, uh, you know, it was, I guess it, it paid some dividends. Did, uh, Roger Goodell, he, um, well, first of all, he said it was the highest rated NFL draft ever. And, impressive yeah, yeah well that was one of the things that came about and he said it's you know a new format which is in and of itself appealing but yeah, the bottom line is we're hungry for sports yes yes and that was that was something a little different than the vegas glamour and glitz you know I, yeah, I especially yeah. one of the moments and i don't know if you saw this when he uh, he was first introduced he uh, he had some of the you know because he had that uh, Brady Bunch Zoom approach on uh, TV right there, and uh, he's <laughs> he they were introduced him and they started booing and he said oh come on you can do better than that yeah yeah <laughs> he he's embraced that uh, the booing and you know and just I, it is what it is at the moment and um, but I did see he kind of joked around and embraced it a little bit I, I love seeing the kids and. Uh, the puppy dogs and uh it, it was a lot of fun gave us i think you know as much as you were talking about the war room and maybe some of the coaches not liking it the way it was it sure humanized it's almost like hey let's go behind the scenes a uh, little bit of reality tv perhaps yeah i mean you know how hard these coaches work and, and i i think a lot of them in in have taken this opportunity to be around their family. I mean, cause you know, we all know that whether it's college or whether it's pros, these guys work tremendous amount of hours or work tremendously hard to, uh, you know, this, the off season and getting things ready. And it really never, even though it's not the football season, it really never ends. You know, they're always self scouting and game planning right. and, and trying to learn and get better. And so this is, I think has given these coaches an opportunity to, you know, be around their family and kind right. of see that, that side that you really never see of them. 
What do you, uh, I'm going to jump uh, ship. I know you were a Chicago player, but you're a Saints guy now, right? Is that official? <laughs> Uh, you, you know, I, I, I don't know if I cheer for the Saints. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, you know, I, I'm a football guy now, and I, I like seeing good defense and and good football. And uh, I don't really, you know, I'm I'm an LSU fan. Yeah, uh, I'm through and through an LSU Tiger, and uh, not at, not officially ever playing for the Saints. It's hard for me to. Uh, to, yeah. to be a, a, a super fan, but I, I do. I, I like good football. You know, I like seeing uh, you know Drew Brees and just the excellence yeah. of guys like that and perform at that level for you know yeah. and being extremely consistent over a long period of time. That, that's impressive. Well, you know, you Craig. Know, more, you know, Craig Stelz has got that uh, Taysom Hill build. I, I you know, uh, could have done a different contract for you. You never know. You never know. I mean, they've, <laughs> uh, they've done a tremendous job of of kind of using him as that Swiss Army knife. You know position mentality and mm-hmm. uh you know that's one thing again that you you know from sean payton over his years he, he kind of finds positions to to put his players in position to be successful yeah you know, whether it's a darren sproles or reggie bush or whoever pierre thomas these guys that kind of he has a fit for him and, and it's his ability to to make the most and put those guys in positions to be successful yeah to where other coaches or other schemes might not be able to you know it's it's, uh, it's pretty cool now, they had the uh, quarterback that they got. It's kind of a Taysom Hill uh, protege from Mississippi State. I think the guy's name is Tommy Stevens. Yes. And uh, he, he looks pretty good. But I guess the big news is uh, the signing about uh, Jamius Winston out of Tampa Bay. What are your thoughts on him? Did you ever play against him? I did not. I think he came out in like 2015. I think that that was the year I retired. Yeah, um, right. So, I mean, it's he's a first-round draft pick, extremely talented. You know, and uh, you never know if there's any, uh, you know, you hear things and, and uh, maybe they bring this guy in to kind of get a, get a little insight on a division opponent, the team they play twice. You'd never know. Yeah. Um, you know, so it'll be interesting to kind of see how things is. Is he the future? I mean, I think they just signed to a one year deal, right? I believe so, but you know, last year he he led the league in passing yards. He did, he did. So it's, you never know. You just uh, you never know. Maybe they're gonna give him a shot. You know, you see a lot of times these, these first round draft picks, whether yeah. it's a Cam Newton or it's, it's somebody like Jamison who you know played out their time at their their draft team and then maybe didn't quite play for a second contract yet. Mm-hmm. But um, being a first round draft pick, you know they had the talent, and and maybe just a different situation or a different scheme. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of. Uh, they right. perform maybe better than they did before. You just never know. Paging Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened with him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, look, I I know you're busy. T- just quickly tell everybody, I'm going to give you a chance to give a yeah. shameless plug of what you're doing now. Yeah, I'm in the uh, I'm in the insurance business. I work in the uh, the property and casualty side of it for a uh, an independent called Financial Assurance. So, uh, any of your personal business needs in the insurance world, we're here for you. Um, and would love to uh, love to help everybody out. You, what's your email if they want to reach out to you, Craig? My email is Craig C R A I G the letter S at F A L A dot net. Got it. Hey, thanks for taking some time with us. I'll, I'll let you get back to, uh, you know, investing that $37 million you got from Chicago. <laughs> back to the, hey, like we talked about, the real world. That's not, right. Not, not X's and O's anymore. <laughs> that's, that's right. You take care of those girls and keep that shotgun handy when they get older for those guys. Well, <laughs> Thank- I appreciate it, Scott and Mac. It's always great catching up. All right. Craig Stelts, former LSU star, Chicago Bear. And don't forget about those Rummel Raiders, special guest on the Scotty Mac with Cheese podcast. 
podcast. Today, powered by Marken Properties. Got to check out their beautiful spots in South Florida and also in Georgia. These are beautiful, and you got to see them. MarkenProperties.com. M A R K E N Properties.com.